This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Greetings. I hope you are having an amazing day and that you are loving yourself wholly and completely. I'm Dr. Jill Wagner, your host of the Ask Dr. Jill podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life to spend a few moments with me. For those of you who don't know, I'm a concierge, board-certified family practice physician. I've been practicing for several decades, and those decades have given me loads of experience and a little bit of insight. This podcast is an opportunity to share both of those with you. My practice is located in the Dallas area, and if you would like to become a patient in that practice, I'll share contact information later in the broadcast. But for now, let's get started with this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. Today, we are going to talk about movement and the brain, exercise and brain power, work your muscles to strengthen your mind. You pick one. Exercise and brain health are closely connected. That's because your brain, like the muscles in your arms or your legs or anywhere else, is strongest when you exercise regularly. And while there's no machine in the gym to work your brain, it still benefits from physical activity. Raising your heart rate perks up your brain too. So when your heart rate goes up, your brain thinks we are about to do something. So it wakes up and gets ready for that activity. In fact, moving your body is good for your weight, but it's also good for your memory. The brain benefits of exercise comes from the increase in blood flow and oxygen delivery to the brain. With increased blood and nutrients, your brain is fueled for optimal performance. Daily movement also allows new brain cells to develop while reinforcing neural pathways. So when I first started practicing medicine way back when, and I was in training, Everyone believed that once the brain was damaged, it was damaged forever. So it could not repair itself, that uh, brain cells, you didn't get new ones. But the data now indicates and the science indicates that you can, in fact, repair brain cells and get new ones. And exercise is an important part of that. Your memory even improves through exercise and physical activity. That helps you to maintain your cognitive health as you age. So if you want to age well, exercise. Are you ready to increase your brain power? 
If you are, I think I hear some hands going up. If you are, let's get started with some science behind the matter. Y'all know I'm making these little jokes now. Behind the matter, like white matter and gray matter. Y'all know. Okay, matter like matter. Okay, let's go. We're on our way. Science of exercise in the brain. So current research establishes the link between regular exercise and better brain function. As little as 30 to 45 minutes of movement each day is enough to trigger a cascade of memory-preserving benefits. And here are some of the ways you can support your cognitive skill through movement. First of all, exercise increases the size of your hippocampus. That's important. The hippocampus is the area of your brain responsible for learning and verbal memory. When you exercise, your hippocampus increases in volume. It literally grows. It gets bigger. Neurons in the hippocampus become denser, and the connectivity in the region is reinforced when you exercise on a regular basis. The hippocampus is the first region of your brain to dull when you age. Exercising regularly helps keep it sharp and protects it from the normal age-related decline. So in people who have dementias like Alzheimer's, it is their hippocampus that gets smaller and shrinks. Exercise can keep that from happening. Exercise also ramps up activity in this memory and learning center, meaning the hippocampus. Just 10 minutes of mild to moderate exercise is enough to strengthen the connections between the cells and the memory-focused section of the brain. This improved connectivity in the hippocampus can lead to better performance on memory and cognitive tests. This excites me. Can't y'all tell? Short spurts of energy and exercise. So you don't have to exercise for two or three hours a day, but just little spurts. So if you get a break during your day and you want to take a brisk walk, that helps your brain. You can fit those little bursts into your life better, but those little spurts can boost your recall, and help your memory. This could include remembering uh, things like where you parked your car or what appointments you have during the day, or think about your hippocampus and all the good you're doing the next time you hit the gym or the next time you pick up your walk and start to walk a little faster. So I was talking about cognition, but I think let's take a little pause break and talk about what the term cognition means. Cognition is a term that refers to mental processes that are involved in gaining knowledge and comprehension. These processes include thinking, knowing, remembering, judging, and problem solving. So these are considered to be higher level functions of the brain, and they encompass language, imagination, perception, and planning. So in other words, learning as you journey through life, integrating what you have learned, and using that information to navigate through life, That's what cognition is. 
and your hippocampus is the captain of cognition. So if you keep it well, you will be able to function in life better. Movement or exercise or working out reduces the stress hormones that inhibit brain activity. So when you are stressed, your brain activity is actually inhibited. Many people seek some kind of solace from the stress that they are under, and some of them choose working out or walking or jogging to do that. So if you're stressed, your brain is stressed too, and exercise is a powerful tool for relaxing your mind. So when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like, I just can't take this anymore, take a run or take a walk or walk into the stairwell at your building and go up and down the stairs. Physical activity reduces the stress hormones, cortisol and norepinephrine that build up in your brain when you're worried or anxious. Too many stress hormones can make you feel sluggish and they can contribute to brain fog. And this can even slow your cognition, your cognitive skills and dampen your brain power. I don't know about you, but I do not need my brain power to be dampened. So you can elevate the haze or eliminate the haze of stress by exercising regularly. The endorphins released in your brain after exercise clear away the stress hormones and boost your mood. And remember, exercise and endorphins also stimulate the growth in the hippocampus. That can help your memory overall. Your brain and your body need exercise to relax. I want to take just a quick break to remind you that this episode is brought to you by WellAware Supplements. Every wellness plan should include strategic supplementation, vitamins, minerals, and herbal supplements that help you to achieve your health goals. At WellAware, being your health partner is of the utmost importance. We have high-quality, affordable supplements that will be delivered directly to your doorstep. So you don't have to stand in the drugstore or health food store gazing at the endless shelves of supplements trying to make a decision about which ones are right for you. We make it easy, convenient, and affordable. To start your strategic supplementation today, go to AskDrJill.net slash supplements and order yours now. Then the next thing that exercise helps you with is sleep. Now, in another episode, we talked about, we were talking about water and the brain, and we talked about when your brain is dehydrated, you don't sleep well. But another way to improve your sleep is to exercise, and that helps your mind by helping you sleep well at night. Challenging your body during the day makes it easier to fall asleep. And it leads to the kind of sleep that helps you feel rested and recharged in the morning. So there are some of us that get sleep, but it's not good sleep. But when you exercise, you get that good restful sleep so that when you wake up in the morning, you feel refreshed. 
Restful sleep also improves mental clarity and executive and cognitive function. You need good sleep to focus. You need good sleep to make decisions. You need good sleep to process your emotions. This is real important because if any of you have ever had a three-year-old or a two-year-old, you know when their emotions get all over the place, they are probably sleepy. So you think you need a nap. Sometimes we need a nap also. Sleep provides much needed time off for your brain to rest and prepare for the day ahead. And even though your brain still does some work during sleep, it's at its full capacity after a good night's sleep. So cognitive skills are sharpened and memory is reinforced. Start working out for the sake of sleep and the strength of your brain. But there's one caveat. Make sure that you exercise early in the day because exercise stimulates your brain so much for some people. It can actually, if you do it late in the day, it can make it difficult to fall asleep. Regular movement also slows aging of the brain. Growing older doesn't mean your brain has to slow down. I mean, it will slow down some, but it doesn't have to come to a screeching halt. There are lifestyle measures that you can take now to preserve your memory, and one of them is exercising. A lifetime habit of regular exercise can help you keep a healthy brain later in life. There was one study in particular where they looked at memory and exercise. The research showed that older adults who exercised consistently in their youth outperformed their peers on memory and cognitive skills. Their scores matched most closely with other test takers that were 10 years younger than they were. So this means that exercising all throughout life helps your brain to stay healthier as you age. Since you're only as old as you feel, keep your body and your mind feeling young by prioritizing exercise. Then there's one other thing that I think you should know. Exercise triggers the release of growth factors. So your memory relies on neural pathways and connections deep inside your brain. There are proteins called growth factors, and they're necessary for your mind to create new connections and reinforce old ones. Well, regular exercise is an easy way to increase the amount of growth factors available in your brain. Moving your body triggers the release of a protein called brain-derived neurotrophic factor. You may see it sometimes referred to as BDNF. This protein helps your brain generate new cells and preserve aging cells. So BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor, 
is also responsible for developing new blood vessels. Remember we talked about you need good flow to the brain in order to take out the toxins and bring in nutrients and blood and oxygen that you need. So developing new blood vessels allows more nutrients and blood circulation in the area. So if you want to grow your brain and to receive the blood and nutrition it needs, start moving. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF levels, increase whenever you exercise, even for a few minutes. Now, what kind of exercise should you do? Should you do aerobic exercise? Should you do anaerobic exercise. Well, there's good news. Your brain is not picky about what exercise it needs to thrive. All you need to do is ramp up your blood circulation to start seeing improvement. So like we learned earlier, we talked about earlier, the brain benefits of exercise come from increased blood flow to the region. High energy activities like tennis or cycling, swimming or soccer or, you know, running, some of those things elevate your heart rate above its resting norm. And those movements are considered aerobic exercise and are great at quickly moving blood through the body. Aerobic exercise and brain health go hand in hand. Fast-paced movement increases your blood flow in your head and neck and that supplies your brain with plenty of oxygen and nutrients. So you want to move as fast as you can, as often as you can. The next time you're walking to your car, think about, can I pick this up a little bit? I think I will, because that will help my brain some. But it doesn't have to all be aerobic exercise all the time. Anaerobic exercise produces similar brain-boosting results. Resistant movements and strength training are also great ways to work out in your brain. You don't even have to go all out for your brain to see benefits. Activities like yoga and tai chi and other low-impact sports can also make your concentration better and your focus better while lowering your stress levels. A variety of movement is good for your body and your brain. So developing a multifaceted workout and movement program that includes strength training, that includes balance, low impact, aerobic movements, brisk walking, all of that should be your goal. See this relationship in action for yourself. Protect the health of your brain and body with regular physical activity, exercise daily, and notice how your brain responds. Movement, that's what you need. We've arrived at the completion point of this Ask Dr. Jill podcast. I hope that this has given you some information that you can use in your life. If this information has been helpful, please subscribe and like and share it with those in your sphere of of influence. And to stay connected, please follow me on Facebook, 
Instagram, LinkedIn, all at Ask Dr. Jill. As promised, if you are looking to become a patient in my practice, that information will be listed in the show notes. And please visit our website at AskDrJill.net and our YouTube station. I got a YouTube station too at Ask Dr. Jill. Until next time, blessings to you and those you love. And I hope you stay well and happy at home. We'll chat next time at our next Ask Dr. Jill appointment. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. It is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.